You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6 through 10 in Las Vegas. And welcome to a Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider podcast. I'm Sandy. I am an elder millennial, and I have two Gen Z children. Well, they are um, three years old and almost four months at this point. So I'm not sure if they're actually going to be Generation Z or they'll be like me and be the older version of whatever comes next. Um, But this Generation Z, they are... 20 years and older and, or excuse me, 20 years and younger. So they ha- they don't have a long history of shopping, but they are appearing to be the next big force after millennials. Um, so I am excited to speak with Shelly Belenko. She is a senior vice president at the Hartman Group. Um, the Hartman Group is well known in the food and beverage industry. They provide a lot of consumer research, predictive analytics, insights, and consulting solutions to companies um, in the food and beverage industry. Um, Shelly herself has a doctorate and a master's in applied social psychology and a bachelor's in psychology. So she knows a lot about the brain and behavior. So thank you so much for joining me today, Shelly. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. So Shelly, not only will she be talking about Generation Z on this podcast with me, but she will also be speaking at our Supply Side West workshop, Generational Marketing to the Health Conscious Masses. That's on Saturday, November 10th at 8.30, of course, in Las Vegas at our Supply Side West event. Um, So Shelly, how young is too young to be tracking a generation in terms of shopping habits? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Uh, For our recent Gen Z syndicated research, uh, we felt that 12 was about right uh, because that age corresponds roughly to the onset of puberty and the resulting change in uh, a teen's social world. So basically, uh, when an individual is set to go to middle school or junior high, uh, peers become more important and so does hanging out and fitting in and, you know, finding ways to uh, express an individual identity. Uh, which drives kids to start, you know, selecting and buying more of their own products. So that's the the age that we felt was the lower limit. And this tendency to make purchases and express one's identity really picks up in high school as teens gain more independence and, importantly, um, more access to money and transportation. Great. Well, thankfully for me, I mean, I've, I have quite a few more years before they start. My kids really start making uh, an effect on on the shopping habits. Indeed. So as I as I mentioned, so Generation Z, we're considering them 20 years old and younger. Uh, have they had time to really, uh, you know, ha- create their shopping preferences? And how likely are these to change as they grow up, get more responsibilities, and are in charge of households? Sure. You know, um, they definitely have preferences. They just aren't as strong as older consumers who have more experience. You know, including the millennials uh, before them. So they're just less familiar with the array of items that are available and the differences among them. So really their frame of reference or their competitive set uh, is smaller. 
And older teens and those who are, you know, in that 18 to 20 range who are doing much more of their own shopping really begin to show uh, preferences and habits that are similar to other adults like millennials and Gen X, just with less strength and, and reach. So this change suggests that, yeah, you know, our preferences do change as we get a little bit older and we take on more responsibility and we're in charge of our own household. So specifically, as teens become more interested in things like nutrition and health and wellness and quality cues, yeah, they'll definitely um, start to show um, more preferences and habits. So you mentioned that, that uh, Generation Z, is they're, they're like their older counterparts. So I would imagine that they're going to be just like millennials, only more so, uh, you know, more addicted to their phones, phones more influenced by vloggers and bloggers. Um, but maybe that's, that's not the case. Um, or do we think that they're just going to be a ramped up version of millennials with currently less spending power? You know, yes and no. Right now, the, the younger Gen Z actually resemble their um, uh, largely Gen X uh, parents. Like you said, you know, you're on that, that upper uh, limit of um, uh, millennials. But uh, they also resemble millennials in some ways. So I guess the, the short answer would be not quite. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. we think they're actually shaping up to be more frugal and fearful of debt than millennials, um, which will mean that they'll likely need um, – achieve more balance uh, as they are certainly desiring new and exotic um, and premium brands like millennials and other consumers, but that's going to have to be tempered because of their desire to save money. So we'll certainly be watching this as the years go by and as Gen Z uh, gets a little bit older, we'll just see how they strike that balance between their, their being debt adverse and their interest in premium experiences. So we know that millennials are quite focused on health and personalization and corporate social responsibility. How tuned in to Generation Z are, are they to these particular aspects? You know, sure. They, they certainly are very savvy and knowledgeable when it comes to health. Um, in all likelihood, they're the most educated teen cohort that the U.S. has seen when it comes to health and wellness and, and all the details around nutrition and whatnot. Uh, but because of their youthfulness, they don't really feel a, a pressing physical or emotional need to be following those rules just yet. You know, they've got youth on their side. Um, when it comes to um, things like uh, corporate responsibility, that's a little bit of a, a different story. Um, because they're less experienced shoppers, they haven't really felt a strong need just yet to investigate companies and determine how transparent they are. But on the other hand, they are pretty savvy about how to judge a food and beverage product, um, meaning they're paying more attention to the product's attributes, like its ingredients, rather than just the branding. Uh, and also, because they are digital natives, like you pointed out, they really don't hesitate to Google anything when they, when they have a question. Uh, and in terms of that idea of corporate responsibility, it is appealing to them. So once they learn about companies doing the right thing, or in some cases, the wrong thing, um, it is motivating for them. Just they're not acting on it right now. Well, I just find the research that the Hartman Group has been doing on Generation Z so fascinating. But in, for you, what's the most surprising thing that you've discovered about this generation? Um, you know, when we did the syndicated research earlier this year, um, we were really surprised by how nuanced their understanding and definition of health and wellness is, um, and how many of these teens are really trying to live by their own rules already, you know, trying to create their own individual health and wellness practices, if you, if you will. 
um, the importance of exercise and mental health uh, were really taken for granted aspects of health and wellness. And that's really refreshing because for older consumers, we kind of had to evolve into that. You know, it was just all about the, the physical body and dieting. And we didn't really have that holistic view. We had to grow into that. Whereas um, Gen Z seems to already have this very well-rounded holistic sense. Um, we were also really impressed uh, by their abilities in the kitchen uh, and how autonomous they are in their food and beverage choices. So uh, while they don't have to cook um, all of the time because they have parents who will do that for them, and of course we all have food service to rely on, um, when they have the opportunity to cook, they can. Uh, and so that was, that was interesting. And then perhaps less of a surprise, but still interesting, um, was that we set out to see if the media picture of Gen Z as this politically engaged and in some cases uh, fearful generation was really true. And our research did seem to bear that out. Um, you know, as a generation, they seem to have a fairly dim view of what previous generations have left them in terms of the legacy of the environment. Um, and so that, that was um, interesting to see confirmed. Uh, but the upside is that they are optimistic for themselves uh, and their futures. And so we hope that they'll be able to turn that kind of um, fear <laughs> that they have for the environment and soci society into, you know, positive actions for themselves. Great. Well, they, they sound like such a, a fascinating and good generation, in my opinion. You know, they, they're optimistic, they can cook, and they are already evolved in their version of self-care. So I, I also think that they are a bit of a marketer's dream at this point because they have yet to form those shopping habits and the brand loyalties. So if a, a marketer can speak to them in the way that they understand and really get them on board with the, the products that the company is offering, that this could they could make lifelong consumers, perhaps. So if you yeah, are those marketers and <laughs> yes, if you are those marketers and you want to hear more from Shelly about this amazing Generation Z, make sure you attend the Supply Side West workshop, Generational Marketing to the Health Conscious Masses. That's again on Saturday, November 10th at 8.30 at Supply Side West. Shelly, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, you're most welcome. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6th through 10 in Las Vegas.